This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the FAA is conducting a pilot program that does not include a human pilot. DOD wants to know what creates risk factors for military families. And a much-needed fix is coming to the SAM.gov platform. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, April 13th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Partnership for Public Services' Best Places to Work ceremony highlighted some of the most successful federal agencies in the 2022 rankings. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman was there. The Small Business Administration's engagement and satisfaction score increased six points, distinguishing the agency from largely declining results. Communication with employees is key, says SBA Chief Human Capital Officer Elias Hernandez. We take the feedback of our employees and we make modifications based on that feedback. The key thing is for us to always communicate back to the employees that we are listening to their information. SBA also moved up to sixth place in the best places to work rankings for mid-sized agencies. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. A much-needed fix is coming to the SAM.gov platform. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The General Services Administration is close to rolling out a solution to a problem that has plagued the entity validation service over the last year. GSA says coming later this month, it will roll out a software change that will solve the challenge many businesses have been facing that has caused delays in their validations. The problem stemmed from changes to certain minor punctuations like periods or commas, as well as abbreviations in the business's name or address. GSA says these minor changes resulted in a mismatch between an entity's name and SAM.gov and the agency's multiple award schedule systems. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Defense Department has finished writing its first detailed plan on how it intends to embrace modern software development practices, but the plan is several months late and members of the public can't see the details. Defense officials say Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks signed the full software modernization implementation two weeks ago. But so far, DOD has only released a short executive summary. The plan was supposed to have been finished and published last August. The announcement that it's now been signed comes a week after the Government Accountability Office published a report that critiqued the department for not providing many specifics on exactly how it plans to modernize its software practices. The State Department is looking to make cybersecurity and emerging tech a greater part of its diplomatic mission. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The department's Bureau of Cyberspace and Digital Policy plans to put a trained cyber and digital officer in every embassy around the world by the end of next year. In an effort to elevate these skills across the diplomatic workforce, the Foreign Service this week created a new skill code for its personnel who work on cyber, digital, and emerging tech issues. Ambassador at Large for Cyberspace and Digital Policy Nathaniel Fick says cyber and emerging tech have cross-cutting implications for other Foreign Service policy areas and could someday be a core competency for many senior leadership roles. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. One senator is pushing for agencies to test the security of the cell network used by first responders. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Oregon Democrat Ron Wyden is calling on the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and the National Security Agency to either conduct or commission annual security audits of the FirstNet system. 
FirstNet is run by AT&T under a federal contract, and it's used by law enforcement, firefighters, paramedics, and other public safety officials. But Wyden says the network is susceptible to the same security flaws as commercial cell networks. He also says a CISA official had previously expressed a lack of confidence in the security of FirstNet, due in part to a lack of security testing. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The FAA is conducting a pilot program that does not include a human pilot. The administration plans on demonstrating a highly automated flight control system to deliver supplies to remote areas in Alaska. Flight trials will run along three test routes serving five destinations. All Alaska test routes will originate from an FAA-designated test site later this year. The Defense Department wants to know what creates risk factors for military families as it launches a new survey this week to look at stress points in the military career lifestyle. It's meant to identify risk factors associated with domestic abuse and its impact on military housing, children's education, and the overall health of military families. Some 300,000 service members and 100,000 military spouses will receive an email inviting them to complete the web-based survey. A group of former Pentagon officials say they have solutions for not only speeding up the defense acquisition process, but implementing it in the fiscal 2024 budget. The Atlantic Council's Commission on Defense Innovation Adoption released a report on Wednesday with a list of 10 ways the DOD can immediately modernize acquisition. The commission, among other things, wants the government to modernize SAM.gov so it's easier to use and functions more like a search engine. The Intelligence Advanced Research Projects Agency wants to use psychology to thwart cyber hackers. IARPA released a new broad agency announcement this week seeking proposals for the Reimagining Security and Cyber Psychology Informed Network Defenses Program. The rescind effort aims to improve cyber defenses by leveraging an attacker's human limitations such as innate decision-making biases and cognitive vulnerabilities. The 45-month three-phase program will kick off later this year. Proposals are due by May 26th. The top Republican on the House Veterans Affairs Committee says the VA is not doing enough to fire employees accused of misconduct. Committee Chairman Mike Bost, along with Congressman Jay Obernolte, say the VA hasn't removed a supervisor at a medical center in Loma Linda, California, after years of allegations that the employee created a hostile work environment. The lawmakers say the VA substantiated these claims and that its Administrative Investigations Board recommended firing the employee. The lawmakers are asking the VA if it has the authority it needs to fire poor-performing employees. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, April 13, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 